This episode of the TZR Podcast is brought to you by audibletrial.com slash TZR. Do you know what I like to do for 30 days straight? What's that? Listen to books in my ears without having to read. It's fantastic, especially when Morgan Reed, Morgan Reedman, Morgan Reedman, that's going to be a superhero, (laughs) Morgan Freeman reads it to me. Anyway, so those who want to support this podcast and uh, help us out, make sure to uh, sign up for a free 30-day trial. That's over 150,000 books that you can listen to during these 30 days, and then you have to cancel your account. Or you could stay with it, whatever you want. Anyway, remember, if you want to support this podcast, that's TZR, that's audibletrial.com slash TZR. Welcome, everyone, to the TZR Podcast, episode 86. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Justin Chow. Justin Chow. And I'm joined by Liz Lysui. Liz, Liz Lysui. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Alex is unfortunately not joining us. He is on vacation, still celebrating the independence of this great nation that we live in. Jerk. And unfortunately, America. we don't have a guest today, but next week we definitely will, and we'll let you know who that guest is going to be. That's uh, okay, though, because we have an excellent show lined up. We're going to talk about some fantastic topics. We're going to talk about what we're playing. We're going to talk about life, love, and all the things that make the world go around. <laughs> all of them. All of them. <laughs> in every hour. One. Go! Carbon, hydrogen, all that good stuff. Does that make uh, yeah. the world go around? Maybe it does. Gravity. Why no, hydrogen? It definitely doesn't. Carbon's <laughs> important, but it's hydrogen? It's not making That's the world go round. That's just used for balloons, gravity. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so, to make your voice sound after like this, this tangent, let's lie soon. Before we get into our main show, I want to talk about what everybody's playing. Uh, let's start with Liz. Uh, I am playing. I just I'm playing a crap load of Zelda. Mm. So Great! Yeah, did you did you wait? Yet, that's funny because back? I am too at the same time. Again, how are you still? I know it's weird. I'll tell you when it gets to my turn. You go. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so I'm playing Crapola Zelda, but I also have been playing. Uh, I just beat Rhyme. Nice. I, I did see you playing that, yes. and I was like, "Why is she playing that?" <laughs> I got a code for it because I'm going to throw up a review. Excellent. So, nice. Was it any good? Uh, it was good. It was. It wasn't amazing. Okay. But it was definitely good enough, and it was, like, surprisingly not what I thought it was going to be about. And I heard mm. uh, I heard some people weren't thrilled with the ending, and I could see why. It was, like, like I don't want to spoil it. It's a little bit of a cop-out. No spoilers. Ending, but I thought it, I, I really didn't have a problem with it, and I thought it, it kind of brought everything together and made sense, and it gave me a lot of feelings. Hmm. And Well, just, feelings are good. I mean, if you're feeling the feelings, that means you're, like, emotionally invested means, at one point, yeah, right? you are affected. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, there's this one part. Minor spo- this is This is not so much a spoiler. It's a little bit. But <laughs> it's not the biggest spoiler. Okay. So, like, um, do you know what rhyme is, Chad? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I've seen pictures. You're a young boy and on I know an of island the word. solving puzzles. It's, it's eco. It's basically. Yeah. You, you show, Without you, the girl. Yeah, so instead of the girl, you have a, I mean, not even, you have like a little fox spirit that kind of uh, semi-helps you what to do, and the puzzles are are okay, they're fairly simple for the most part, and they get slightly more difficult, but barely towards the end, so it was a little bit just like going through the motions, just walking around, it wasn't too difficult, but you eventually get like these two-legged uh, sort of robots to, to kind of help you with things, and they're mm-hmm. like big, you know, giant robots, 
And at one point, like, one of them, like, sacrificed himself for me. And I was just, like, so sad. I was just like, robot buddy. And you, like, and, like, the, like, the cutscene, like, the characters, like, jumping after him. He's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And the robot's like, I'm doing it. And he just, like, steps back and just, like. man. The self-sacrifice. No, I mean, I hear you. I watched a review of Last Guardian, and there was a point where Trico jumps in the way of, like, a bunch of, like, uh, which of those, like, soldiers to kill him off before you get, like, caught. Yeah. And I was, like. And just in this review, when the guy was talking about it, I got a little, like, hiccupy. Huh? I, I loved know. Trico. Last Guardian was okay, but I loved <laughs> Trico. I felt, I, they I, did a good job with Trico, but they didn't do the greatest job with the game. Well, I kind of felt the same thing also about The Last Guardian that I do about this one, that, like, the puzzles were not really puzzles. That's, like, a, a, a pet peeve of mine is when you, like, you have a, a puzzle platformer that doesn't actually have any puzzles. It's just sort of walking around. Hmm. And, like, how is, like... There's nothing to this game other than, like, I know I'm supposed to go there, so then you walk over there. I know yeah. I'm supposed to climb up this thing, so then you climb up this thing. Like, just pure platforming, I feel like there's nothing to that. And the only time it works is if you're maybe playing, like, a Mario-type game where, like, it's like not eventually easy that platforming. just like, gets boring. Yeah, like, yeah. it's, you know, it's not easy platforming. It's, like, difficult, and you have to, you know, have some sort of skill to yeah. time your jumps right. Like, there, that's something that adds some level to just it's like they give you more content but they don't necessarily up the quality it's like the creativity kind of lacks and then because of it you get you kind of get bored after a while it just feels like going through the motions like it just very much feels like i'm just playing this game yeah and it 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 improved the first half was was pretty slow and it definitely improved but i don't but it was i don't know it was okay it was okay i don't know actually i don't know how much it retailed for do you know if it was a full price game? I do not think it was a full price game. Yeah, I think for not a full price game, it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't pay sixty bucks for it, but thirty. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's worth thirty dollars in a couple hours. I'll be excited hmm. to see your full thoughts in your review. Yeah, I'll probably say pretty much this. Nice. <laughs> so it was just those two that you were juggling. Is just uh, Zelda and Ryan. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, what that, do you think about that, Zelda so that, far? I've been waiting to ask you this question for the longest time, and I'm glad we're done with fucking rhyme. Let's talk about Zelda for a quick <laughs> second. What are because your thoughts on Zelda? Because we haven't Zelda on this podcast I mean, enough. I don't just care. In case. I've been playing it again, and I realized how much I fucking love even just watching people play that game. Preliminary question: Are you? And this is to Justin. Are you playing the DLC, or are you just playing the game again? No, I just put my friends in front of the game again. And watch, uh, them play. watch them play you, and see how they do, and it's fucking awesome. This is I have not a surprising me at that. all, actually, about you because I feel like you have this personality where it's like you're into something, you like balls to the you, wall or into. I think yeah, I enjoy <laughs> true. Yeah, I have a feeling you enjoy showing or, people yeah. games more than you, you enjoy like actually playing games, them yourself. I do. I mean. Are we on me now? Are we talking about me? I don't know if we should talk. We, no, we're talking about you. We're, we're talking, talking about, we're talking about you. Zelda, and that has to do with you. All right. I mean, the one thing that I really enjoy is, like, I sat my friend Dan in front of the game way when it first came out, and he played it in a specific way, and then we were with him and his younger brother, and I sat his younger brother down and had him start a new game, and they all played together because Dan hasn't played in a while. And he went in a completely different direction yeah. from the very beginning. Yeah. And I'm talking about, like, doing the temple, like, the starter temples differently. The shrines sure. differently. Sure. And the way he solved, like, the problems was, like, it was just awesome to see, like, how they were, like, they were even talking amongst themselves. They were like, well, how do I fucking get to the boat? And then you're just, like, in the ice river or whatever, and you're like, I don't know. And he, like, jumps in the water, and he's like, and he dies. He's like, well, that's not how you do it. And I'm just watching, and he's like, they're like, Justin, tell me how to do this. And I'm like, no. I'm not telling you anything. I died so much at that part. Yeah. I did not know what to do. I did not. I did did not you figure it out, though? I didn't get to the boat. I didn't. Well, what'd you figure? Well, how, well, how'd you get around? To around the river? You went, yeah, across the river to get to that, like, last. Jump to the other side. Don't you have the, uh, 
Oh, do you not? Do you not have the ice crater at that point? No. no. I don't remember how I did it. See, okay. I think I climbed as high as I could climb and then tried to jump over. That's, See, that's what I did, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's the really long way around it. Yeah. And Dan did that the first time. But when I was watching his brother, Brian, do it, the best part, I swear to God, is just his thought process and watching him do this. And what he did was exactly like what you're supposed to do. Eventually, you walk around, and then you find a tree with an axe stuck in it right next to the thing. And you're like, and he was like, oh, I could cut the tree down. And everybody in the room, literally like four of us, were all like, oh. And he did. He just cut to the tree walk down. across the river? Yeah, the tree, because the river pushes the giant, if you hit it against right. Against those, like, poles. Right, against the poles, the and then you jump on the pole, uh, the, the tree, walk across it. I did not. I did that at a separate point. When I was at, like, the first shack where they where you find spicy peppers for the first yeah. time, and there was, like, some giant crevice, I was yeah, like, yeah, the canyon. bro, you could totally cut this tree that's down, what, that's awesome! That's what they teach you it, exactly. Yeah, I did not take that skill and yeah. further apply it in life. But I'm telling you, like, that's that's what's so magical about Zelda, is, like, the idea behind just organically figuring out the problem through just the means of the physics engine, I'm enjoying, you know? like, that... Every time I come up with, like, something that I think is a solution... I'm like, I'm just going to keep trying it because I know it's going to work. Because I know that anything I come up with will work. Give me an example. Like, I don't know. If, like, trying to... I was at some point where I was, like, trying to, like, sneak around and uh, kill, like, all those ninjas one by one. Oh, wow. And I was like... You're at that point. And so I was like, you're probably supposed to, like, walk down here and, like, and lead him this way with bananas. And I was like, I don't need to do that. I'll just climb up the wall, walk around the other side, and I'll kill him that way. And I'm like, and I know it's going to work. Like, I know if I come up with something, the game will let me do it, and it's going to work. Yeah. Like, I know I'm just going to... I'm pretty sure I just brute forced that part with combat. I was just like, fuck it. Like, I got they good killed, at the dodging, so I was just like... They killed you in, like, one hit. Yeah, yeah, they killed you in one hit. It was a pain in the ass, so... Yeah. yeah. See, it's, it's cool that you guys are having this sort of experience with it, because, like... I don't know. You have no inkling to, like, pick up Zelda again. Well, here's the thing. I did, right? Like, so... I haven't beat it yet. On my my Switch... I'm going to wait for all the DLC to be out later on this year to play it again. Well... I'm going to be ready for that. I'm going to be, like, fucking Cheetos. I feel like that's the only thing that could probably get me back into it, because, like... (laughs) Sit down in your silk robe and your Cheetos with the the lights off with the camera. You know. You know. (laughs) I managed to finish the game with only about 60 shrines done, right? So I didn't have, like, a full health bar or anything like that. Like, I I was... How did you get the sword without the full health bar? You can't... Like, I didn't have two lines. I had one full line of hearts. Maybe, like, a line in two or something. But, um... I must be missing a lot of... But I I progressed to that point and then beat the game. And then, actually, more recently, like, on my Switch, I've been playing uh, Mario Kart on and off. Uh, I didn't pick up arms, even though I kind of kind of want to, but not really anymore. Um, and then I was playing Cave Story a lot, which I beat Cave Story, and that's a, another story for a different time. But uh, cool. I game. mean, was that worth like that was like the definitive yeah. indie title? Of it's the a time. super good game. Really? It's really really good. Like Shovel Knight, good. Uh, different, but in that vein, okay, very that's very good. Um, but Zelda, right? So like after I beat all that stuff, I was like, okay, I need sort of like a mainstay game on my switch so i can like you know have like something that i'm focusing on so i was like okay what a perfect time to go back to zelda finish out the shrines finish out the quest that i didn't do all this sort of stuff and like maybe within like 30 minutes of playing that game again i was just like i just don't want to do this i'm like i'm just done because it's like right when i started i i got to a shrine and like when i went in i was like immediately i kind of groaned and was like 
you know, all these are the fucking same, man. Yeah. Like, they, like, not the puzzles. The puzzles are different, but they all look the same, and they all yeah, sound yeah. the same, and I'm looking at the same kind of stuff, and I'm just like, fuck, man, really? And then, like, when it went to finding quests and stuff, like, there is no quest marker. There's no, like, hey, go talk to this person. So I'm, like, walking around, and I'm like, okay, like... It's fun going to towns and finding the people that have exclamation points or what have you. But then the ones that just give you, like, shrine quests and stuff. I'm like, the end game of this puzzle, of this quest, is just opening another shrine. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the shrine So quests. I'm just sort of like, man. That's, like, I think, the, it, the it, weakest I, I felt like it, That is weak. That yeah, is it, weak. it didn't, like, pull me back in. And I was like, that kind of sucks because I know that there's still so much of the game left to explore yeah. and do yeah. and see. But I was like... Maybe it's because of how I jumped back into it that it, like, wasn't if the most friendly experience to dive back in after, we're talking months since yeah. the last also, time like, I played I it. Also, like, I had a... Since I got a Switch, I've been on, like, five separate planes. So, <laughs> I was it's a blowing good, yeah. through. <laughs> it's a good time to jump <laughs> I had a lot it, of sure. flights because I flew back from San Francisco and then we flew to and from LA and then for work I flew to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, yo, well, man, see, you know what I'm going to do on these flights? Fucking play Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm not playing love that. Zelda again. Like, I'm not playing it, right? What I'm doing is I'm watching other people play it. And what I'm ready for is to jump back in the game from the very beginning because I did, I did just like a month ago, not a month ago, yeah, maybe like right before you like load up your file. And... I did, I did. Yeah. I just tried to go out there and I just wandered around aimlessly, and I actually enjoyed wandering around aimlessly. I did, I did all the shrines. There's no shrines left. To well, do. also I think yeah, when they but... have they put in that map feature yet, where you can see where you've been. That's uh, part of the DLC. That's is it helpful? Like, yeah. So like, I feel like it's that, be helpful if that will be helpful. Stuff. Well, it'll be helpful. I think when you go back and play and you're trying to figure out like what haven't I seen yet. Something yeah, tells me yeah. that uh, that feature is only going to be allowed or only going to be av- like available to you if you start a new game after you have that feature. Because I feel like I don't think so. No, didn't they say I, it would be retroactive? They, yeah, we? I think no it idea. has to be retroactive. I, hope, I mean, have they been? I have 180 yes. hours in that. Fucking I'm pretty game, sure. I'm pretty sure I, I heard somewhere that it was retroactive. Yeah, okay, it's kind I of surprising so. to me that you haven't gotten the DLC yet. Like that. That it seems I mean, if pretty I buy it good. Now, if I buy it, if I buy it now, there's. If I buy it now, there's no point in jumping back into it, right? Because, like, there's if I buy it there. now, then I'm going to have to play it later on this year anyway. And this year, now you have, what, the Master's Line, Master's Quest, and you have, like, the Trial of the Sword, yeah. which are, like, literally the only two things. And if I bought it now, I'd also be paying full price for it because I can't get the bundle pack anymore. That's true. Sure. So, like, why fucking bother, you know? I'm thinking, like, towards the end of the year when they have the new content. Like, look forward to one time where you go back in and have so much to just dive through. Okay, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm going to dive in to the new content. Like, there's new story content. It's not even just, like, trial bullshit. It's, like, new story content. Totally, totally. So what I'm hoping to do is then start from Master's Edition, and then you have all this new stuff. Enemies are different. They do different things. There's just a bunch of other stuff. Anyway, so... There's that involved. So, right? other than Zelda, are you playing anything else? Yeah. So, um, Rocket League. I got codes. No, no, not at all. I got <laughs> codes to. Uh, I got review codes. The games come out in like mid July. Uh, Death Squared, which is a puzzler game, yeah. four players. Uh, we played it at PAX West. Last yeah, year. I remember playing that at PAX. And uh, also Yonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, both games. games are under embargo, so I'm not sure how much I could talk to. And I probably even not at all. So yeah, I would I would uh, pause on that real quick. I, I, I emailed that PR guy. He never got back to me. So anyway, I've been playing those games, and uh, have I been enjoying it? Oh, you'll have to find out later, yeah. mid July. <laughs> but that's what I've been playing. Nice. Um, those two games. You should definitely look them up, though. They are uh, new games. I mm. don't know how to. How do I stay like 
like completely generic and not. You can't. You, you, you can't. Yeah, we, uh, we, we just have to move on. And now yeah. we are moving on. <laughs> so for me, I've been juggling a couple of different things, and I feel like I've got something to comment with. I think I, I need All both of you guys to sort of chime in on some of this stuff that I've been playing. Well, so. Justin, we'd be happy to. Fantastic. So first, I, it's a shame that Alex isn't here because I beat... Who's Alex? <laughs> because I beat Nier last week. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, I only beat the first playthrough. Apparently, you need at minimum three playthroughs to fully see the breadth of the game. Um, oh, you finish one a... game, it's not actually like... Because the next because game you, that you start up, it's going to be completely you, you different. You play right? as a different character. Well, well yeah. But and and I levels, is it? It, so Ish. the understanding that I have you don't is have to play through the whole the, game. Oh, wait, again. The first playthrough you play as two B, which is the girl, right? Yeah. Then in the second playthrough you play as her partner nine S. So you see the the same battles from his perspective, but there are new gameplay elements introduced, like yeah. hacking and all this other sort of stuff, um, which is essentially just a twin stick shooter kind of right. game. Um, that I started 9S's playthrough. And then apparently the third playthrough, you play as this separate girl who's like a completely unique storyline. All the battles, all the locations are totally different. You can only get to that after you've beaten it twice? After you beat the game twice. Damn. So, but as like, is each playthrough... I was under the impression each playthrough is not as like extensive as the one before it. So that's like that's, it's not like you have to play the whole game again. Like you are playing the whole game but it's sort of like an abridged version. That's and kind then, of what I'm understanding. Yeah. For, like especially top like, down keep, when you keep going it's, it's definitely like a much shorter version. They've yeah. said that five playthroughs, which is every possible ending of the game, will take you about 40 hours, okay? Yeah. The yeah. first playthrough I finished at about 15, 16 hours, and I did yeah, like almost I did almost none of the side quests, okay? Yeah. So I'm assuming that the subsequent playthroughs will be way shorter, but I, I got to yeah. a point where I was like, okay, I, I understand what this game is presenting me. I know that there's more to it, but there's too much stuff on my current two playlist that I was like I just need to take a break from this I just like I've digested that portion let me move on I'll come back and then you know play something more right yeah um so after that I started Horizon Zero Dawn yeah Horizon Zero Dawn is exceptional (laughs) it is really really good yes but there is a massive there is a massive butt attached to horizon i figured out how to filter the map and that made a lot of updates that i had problems with and i'm very pleased with in case you're wondering the butt of horizon zero dawn is the climbing it is such garbage yeah especially after coming after you come off Zelda, that, that's Zelda. what I'm saying. Especially it's after rough. coming off yeah, Zelda, absolutely. it is the most jarring, shitty, it's just sort of like weird, experience. sideways jumping over I'm, like weird. That's what like, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm Skyrim climbing again. I'm like looking at a mountain, it's just bad. mashing Ooh, the jump button, trying yeah. to find Skyrim ledges that climbing. I can go. It's so bad. So like dude. a lot of a lot of like the areas you can climb, especially if you're in like a snowy area, it's all just sort of white. Yeah. And they very specifically point out areas that you can climb by making them yellow. Like, for some reason, there's just a bunch somebody, of pegs sticking like out, like and there's, like, yellow, yellow rope, rope around something. them. Yeah. Or even if it's just, like, you can grab onto this ledge for some reason, there's, like, some sort of something coming off of it that's making the ledge yellow. Okay. And you have to, like, go around specifically finding that one way. It's, like, the exact opposite of Zelda. You have to find that yeah, one way to get up the tower. And like, there's only that one way to do it. I, I to think the it reason why it's extra jarring for me is even, I think the happy middle 
between what Horizon's doing and what Zelda's doing is like Assassin's Creed climbing. Because in Assassin's Creed, it's like you can climb most things. And if you see some sort of visible ledge on something, you're like, okay, I can probably grab that, right? But in this one, it is more so Uncharted, where they only want you to climb very specific things. And if you're not climbing that thing, then you're essentially doing things you're not supposed to be doing or not intended to be doing, which is very annoying. That being said, that I, I'll concede on that. That is that is frustrating, yeah. and that's that's something that like particularly when it came out, and at, since it came out at the, like the same time as Zelda, everybody was like, "Yo, man, this game is great, but what the fuck's with this weird sideways jumping yeah. again?" <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really whack. But uh, again, that being said, the there are so, there's so many elements of that game that hit it so perfectly on the head, like. The story is presented in a very smooth, interesting, correctly paced way. Where, like, every time uh, Aloy talks to somebody, I'm, like, actually interested in what they have to say. Because it's developing the world in a very, like, coherent way. The characters' interactions are not super long. Like, they make sense in the greater spectrum of the world. It's good. So the storytelling, on point. (laughs) The, The actual, like level progression and difficulty of the game is also awesome. Like, there's a really... How far really are you in the game? 17%. So says the percentage So, meter. like, have you gotten past sort of the first area? I d- finished the proving. Yeah. And I'm now... I just found Sona. Okay. And I brought her back to her son or whatever. And now they're telling me to go kill somebody. And so, then I said fuck that to the storyline and just started picking up all of the things on my map. I love the side quests. Which are great. So um, at some point, it's I'm pretty sure it's past where you are. The game takes a very sharp turn into just like wrecking your shit. And you just yeah. sort of show up to the next area and you're like, why can everything kill me? Well, I'll and tell you, you have what, to like, like really sort of, you can't fake it anymore. Like for the first portion of the game, you can be like, I can just kind of keep shooting this thing and it will die and yeah. sort of get by doing that. I've totally that. felt that, yeah. And when you get to the next area where, it's like... like a hard barrier. Like it's, a hard it's like you, you really... Overcome. It's, it wasn't that hard, but, like, for the first, like... There was one mission I don't know that, about I hour, that I hit that I was getting like, stomped maybe, on. Maybe, like, the first half hour, maybe even an hour, I was just kind of, like, just dying a lot. Yeah. And I had to really, like, think, like, okay, I can't just show up shoot some arrows at this thing and it's gonna die like i have to figure out i have to i have to tie it down in some way i have to figure out oh i can freeze it and then that would make it more vulnerable to attacks and i'll use it that way or oh i have to uh shock it and that will make it stop and then i can come for a critical hit like you you have to really sort of that's something that i really like like there's i thought it it was actually like very interesting and i thought it like brought a a new like depth to the game that you can't just fuck around like you have to sort of know what you're doing yeah it's almost like necessary variety like the the game the game introduces you to to elements very sort of slowly at the beginning but then it kind of like leans on you to say okay now you should be interested enough to figure out what this next item does what this next weapon does and how to best utilize this sort of stuff and you have like 10 weapons and i mean i use like seven of them yeah like i like i'm constantly switching oh the only thing i like wish i wish you had more weapons like sort of on your wheel or it was easier to switch them out because every time i see something new i'm like okay i know i have to use like lightning against this thing or like oh i know i knew i need to use like a precision shot like i know what i want to do yeah and sometimes i use up to five weapons on the same enemy yeah even like certain weapons like 
I, it's almost funny. It's like the weapons work in their own specific way, but then also sort of like the mechanics of the game and your abilities progress in a really nice way. Like you sort of get used to how the game like moves and fights and stuff, but then like you unlock like these weird time slowing abilities and like stealth kills, and there's this really interesting emphasis on stealth in in not like a ham fisted like Metal Gear way where it's just like don't engage anyone unless you're stealthy. But in this one, it's like no, if you choose to approach something stealth wise, yeah. like there are clear rewards, and it will make certain situations way easier for it. So, I mean, that I love. The mechanics are great. The actual progression, like, doing stuff in the world feels really good. Hacking robots is awesome. Yeah, like... Once you get that hack feature, I feel like that introduces, like, a whole other level of, like... Yeah, of, it... Of, combat and uh like hmm. just sort of depth yeah there's a lot a lot to like about that game i'm really really enjoying myself so yeah. far i mean it's, <laughs> it's a super good game like yeah i mean i've heard pretty good things about it so <laughs> i'm definitely down for trying it yeah it was actually interesting that okay a weird segue here right but kind of not right when we when they started showing like trailers and stuff for um horizon zero dawn i noticed this that they started doing this cool thing where they show you, like, cutscenes and they show you trailers and they show you, like, you know, produced cinematics, right? Sure. And then the game from the cinematics very seamlessly transitioned into gameplay. Have yeah. you noticed that this is actually happening on a lot of other games recently? Because I just noticed this only, like, uh, two or so days ago because I started showing all of my, like, other friends um, really cool trailers from E3. Yeah. And yeah. so the two that stick out to mine is one Anthem, right? Anthem came out and started with a very cinematic E kind of like first person thing. And then right after he, she ended up talking to this person, this heads up display just pops up and then suddenly you're into gameplay apparently. Yeah. And then the same thing happened with Spider-Man. I was going to say Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah. did it seamlessly too. And now and I you just think- like, are sort of watching. They're like, Oh wait, shit, this is gameplay. Yeah, this like- is fucking gameplay. <laughs> I mean, that, that happens in a game like Horizon a lot. Like, you'll be going through some sort of, like, scripted sequence or whatever, and then, like, it will very, like, the camera will pan right into, like, the third person, yeah. you know, angle that the game takes place from, and it's like, okay, play now. Yeah, it was you kind of, it, I mean, it's kind of awesome that, like, that's starting to happen where, remember back in, like, the old days, like, Final Fantasy VII, you're like, man, I wish those cinematic, like, graphics were, like, the normal, gra- like, fucking right, I remember. Yeah. I remember even playing, like... Final Fantasy X and thinking to myself, this is as good as it's ever gonna get. Like yeah. those like the oh, like, like the, the, like the serious like movie graphics that Final Fantasy X had, I was like, there's no way you could put that in game. Mm-hmm. Like, not a shot. And then you play Horizon Zero Dawn yeah. and Final Fantasy Fifteen, and you're like, it I'm is, in the future is. right now. Like this right? is the way the future. Look at all these triangles. The quote. Look at all these triangles. That is literally the exact thing that I said when I was watching this, and I saw everything just transition so seamlessly, one yeah. after another, and I was just like, "This is the future." Is like the back future. in the day, I remember in the future. Watch, like seeing trailers of like, what was it, GameCube graphics for Metroid and Zelda, and all I yeah. kept thinking it was like. The next thing is just real people. Like, yeah. you can't get any yeah. better than yeah. that. Well, it's, I think Horizon's, like, totally like that. You know, in a, lot of, in a lot of ways, when I'm looking at that game, I'm like, man. It's, it's like, hard. It's man. like, well, that's a good game. Even, even looking so at it in comparison to other stuff played. that I'm playing right now. I talk to somebody about this game. <laughs> it's, it's like sitting back, I'm like, holy shit. Like, this game is... is and I can definitively say this is the best looking game I've ever played. Period, hands what? down, guaranteed. Well, hold C- on compared a to any game yeah. I've ever played before, like when it just comes to like photorealistic, yes, like, better, recent realistic. yes, nah. yes. I mean, it's, it's I'm telling horrible. you, 
there has not been a moment that I've been playing this game where you could take a screenshot of any single moment that I've played this game and it will consistently look like the best game you've ever and played. And there's a surprisingly, there's yeah. a surprisingly like, Literally, cool like, feature that if you like pause the game, you can go into sort of camera mode and oh yeah, you can change... Mode. You can change the time of day. You can change the camera angle. Oh, you can wow. move it around. And I like. I was playing around with it. And I like zoomed in. And I was like, "Fuck, this thing's fucking beautiful." It, it's ridiculously like, it's nice. Incredible. Can you it's imagine ridiculous. what it would look like on a PS4 Pro, though? Uh, you can because oh, I have one and I played on a PS4 Pro. What? what she, did, she did play on I have, a PS4 yeah, Pro. Yeah, I played. No, I played not. on a PS4 Pro. Oh. Yeah, it, I, I don't have to imagine. I am not playing on a PS4 Pro, and I'm still thoroughly, thoroughly impressed by how good it looks. It's crazy. Um so anyway, so bringing this back, so I, I'm playing that now, and I'm really, really enjoying myself. Like, yeah. really great game. Like, I'm so glad to be done with stuff like Persona and all this other stuff where I'm like, okay, I'm just playing a game that I'm really genuinely enjoying, so yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I mean, um, sw- slight side mentionable thing I didn't mention before. So two weeks ago, on my birthday, I got a great game called Shovel Knight. And holy shit, I know it's a really old game, oh, really? but guys... J- Justin, where'd you get that game from? I was a non-believer for a long time. Yeah. I played Shovel Knight before, and I was like, it's, it's a fucking 8-bit fucking platformer. Like, well, what the fuck, right? Like, why are you so hyped about this game? And then I played the game, and then I'm like, oh my god, Shovel Knight's okay. I mean, if it's but like... Plague Knight is the fucking shit. Like, that was way better, and I'm sorry, Justin, you're wrong, but Shovel Knight is okay. Now I'm now I'm on the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the Ghost Knight. What's the fucking name? Uh, Spectre Knight. Spectre Knight. Anyway, that was my mentionable. It's, it's a great game. Like, story-wise, it's fucking... Where'd you get that game from, John? I, I said it. I got it from Justin. From, oh. uh, from birthday. You did not say it. You just said you had it for your birthday. You didn't say where it came oh. from. Well, you got Justin. it from me! Anyway. anyway. Um, <laughs> that's how to get your friends to play the games you want. You just that buy them. No them. joke, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. I was like, I know for a fact that Chow's going to love this game, and he's not going to play it unless it's put in front of him. So is, here it is. I made a... I, that's, that's how I made Dave buy Overwatch for PlayStation 4, and I made... Uh, my friend Jason, I made him buy Horizon Zero Dawn. He just started playing it too because I made like a bet with him and it, the bet was like whether or not the price would go down in the first 30 days. I said, if the price goes down, you win and I'll give you $5, but you have to use that $5 to buy Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> at the lower price. That is the bargain. Yeah. Wow. And he did finally buy it. Now he's playing it. I'm sure Horizon Dawn's great. It's super good. It's not as it's good super good. Night, though. No. <laughs> it's, it's different. Um, but there is one other game that I've been playing, uh, and as you guys know, it's the Steam Summer Seller right now, which is out for all of our wallets in time. Yeah, but um, some of the deals are like... Sorry. I'm some sorry. of the deals are good, some of them are not good. But um, the one deal that I would suggest to everybody, well, really only just to fans, is uh, fans of this series, is uh, I picked up Turok 2, Seeds of Evil, <laughs> the, the remake uh, uh, by Night Dive Studios. Uh-huh. It is... So good. Why? It is what? What so is everybody's good. fascination with Turok? Okay, I fucking love I'm Turok. I'm pretty sure I played yeah. Turok back on like N64 and I was like, this is garbage. I Dude, Tur- Turok. I love Turok 1 and I, uh, we only rented Turok 1 back in the day, but I actually owned from Turok. Blockbuster? Yeah, from Blockbuster. <laughs> and I owned Turok 2. That was the only one that me and my brother ever owned and we never beat it. But like, we really enjoyed it. Although the game is very difficult to play because you're playing on a fucking N64 controller, which is like some weird octopus like from another dimension. You, you go back to those games, though, and you're just like, I don't know if this is as much fun as I well, thought it was. And see, I, I love that you just said that. Yeah. Because, yeah, 
in you're most. Like, oh, I never beat it, but I always wanted to. Like, I'm, I'm an adult now. I have the money. I'm going to buy that game. I'm going to beat well, it. Well, see, that's the thing. In most scenarios, when you go back to play retro games, especially of that time, from yeah. like the end, from basically N64 to like you know Wii, whatever, mm-hmm. those games were weird and sort of existed in their own like spectrum. You know what I mean? Um, and and sometimes when you go back to play them on original hardware, it's like, what the fuck is this game? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm sure if I picked up Turok 2 on N64, I would be like, what the fuck is this game? But Night Dive Studio did such a good job on this remake. It is perfectly ported over to PC with amazing redone graphics. Like, not like completely like, redone, but it's like... Are they just like slightly nicer shaded... It I've is, seen, like, it is, sig- it is <laughs> significantly <laughs> more colorful. It is totally high def. It's displayed in sixteen or uh, sixteen by nine. Mm-hmm. It is. They removed all of like the fog of you know the draw yeah, distance yeah. fog of war and stuff, so you can see everything. And it so perfectly implemented mouse and keyboard controls in like it could not be better. Like I played this game and it was so effortless. I was just like, yes, I am flying through this world, mm-hmm. like drowning in this nostalgia, hearing the, the, you know, the game soundtrack from back in the day and all the sounds of, you know, dinosaur monsters dying and stuff. I'm like, yes, like this is the fucking game from back in the day, but like it played in a medium that makes sense for now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sure if I play, if I just nostalgia being, if I played this game right now, would I enjoy it? Yes. No, if you never not, played it before. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're wrong about you're Shovel Knight. I'm pretty sure you're wrong about this, too. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. I'm really, really yeah, enjoying that now. you are a sucker for nostalgia. I, I, I am. I thing? am. Yeah. But I, I can't <laughs> compliment Night Dive high enough on, on how they remade these games. Because it makes it like playable now you know what i mean it makes it legitimately playable and legitimately fun it's like it's like creating a whole new way to experience a game that's like legit good okay well one quick thing that we got actually from one of our audience members uh anything gaming asks uh what do you guys think of the atari box and guys do you know anything about the atari box well in case you didn't know nobody knows anything about the atari box in case you didn't know uh, Anything Gaming is asking us this question live on the TZR Live Chat channel, which uh, you can join our podcast live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time at discord.gg slash TZR. Yeah, fell out the plug, chow. In Sorry. Leave it up to Skirbo. We got a little bit earlier. Leave it up to the professionals. Uh, we usually just make fun of Skirbo for the first 15 minutes, and then we get into it. I'm, I'm used to it. Uh, in regards to the Atari box, um, honestly, I don't. I, I mean, don't know much about the Atari well, box. Nobody I does. I so honestly I don't know anything about it. Apparently, all it is is literally AtariBox.com. Atari put out this 20-second YouTube video with literally just close-ups of what I know like. exactly yeah, what this is Yeah, I know you now. do. Yes. It's like this, uh, this like, what, not vinyl. It's a... Uh, like fake like wood, wood paneling, yeah, the plastic yeah. stuff, and that all it says is just like coming soon. Yeah, so I, th- I okay. think could it be yeah. that they're coming out with like a mini, you know, I, NES so, classic. So, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I think it is. I'm sure some people were like, I'm sure some people were like, oh, is Atari ETs. coming back to the console market? No, they're that's definitely what I heard. not. Maybe it was like Atari's making a new console. Like no, definitely not. Do you realize console. that the Atari name is useless at this point? The original yeah. company that owned Atari is not the company that currently owns that name. That's why you see Atari logos on Hot Topic shirts and shit everywhere. Because it's like, because they're just passing around the license like crazy. Yeah, Atari is not the company so, that it used to be. So I think it's just a slut. 
Uh, yeah. It's so I think. Brand. So I think what's happening with the Atari box it's is like, yeah, they're taking. I'm sure uh, they're they're taking all of their IPs and making like a quality looking box akin to the NES Classic or yeah. now the SNES. It's like Classic. when you Question. see the NES Classic and the success of it. I mean, so NES and SNES, like that makes sense because I mean I have. Nostalgia pool, right? But then you look at Atari, and like, what kind of fucking games would you want? The to play about, there are some people that Atari truly that, enjoy those games. Like that's from maybe the, we were born uh, in a different era. But that, well, that's but what also, it is. We need to appreciate that that's from a different time. You and know what the I mean? thing about Atari is that it was like the first console, home console. So that's that that alone, I think people want to maybe potentially own that part of history. Yeah, I'd say the, the I'd say the first something? commercially successful well, console. Just yeah. to clarify, yeah. but. Uh, but it really, I mean, when people talk about, like, what the first console, you th- you think of the Atari. Yeah, I, I mean... I think that's the appeal to it. I think there are a lot of games that people do enjoy from that time. Games like Hero, games like Defender, games like Missile Command, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they, they all were significant at their they time. They the first, like, ever, like, Dungeons you, and Dragons. You would not want to play them again, though. Like, no. my... We, I, 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 well, here's the thing. My... I wouldn't... You probably wouldn't. Chow definitely wouldn't. But I don't even know, <laughs> but... like, my... When I was, like... 17 I don't even I think I was younger I think I was like 15 we found an original Atari in my grandmother's basement just like cleaning and we were like Babu do you fucking know what you have here and she was like it was like a gift that I bought for somebody and I guess I never gave it to them and so we like showed it it to my was it like in its box it was in its box when we opened it and played it damn you could sell it for at least like $80 on eBay (laughs) maybe like $35 (laughs) so we opened it and played it and you know we showed my dad look at this cool thing and he was like yeah it kind of sucks doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) and we were like it kind of does. We Hardware like we were like, like so good. We thought it was gonna be like so cool. We were like, look at this, like it's an Atari, like hey. it's a piece and it of comes history. With I'm, ET. I'm of the mind that like the you know, I, and the single I am button a, was just yeah. not the play. I am a very yeah. serious nostalgia whore. I don't, I don't know if you've <laughs> um, heard, but. but the thing is, so I can never judge somebody's nostalgic attachment to two games from an era that I honestly don't know anything about. So I'm sure that there are the people I mean, that have rose-colored glasses that look back and, there and was say... Space Defenders, yeah. and there was Missile Crisis. And, and I'm sure mission, that there are people that say, mission, like, mission. yeah, like, simpler times. Those were those are the kind of games that I liked, you know what I mean? I'm not necessarily that person. I'm not sure who that market's for. But uh, I think it's cool that there's going to be a more, I don't know, official way. Honestly, to play I think guys. just as, like, a collectible, that's why people are going to get it. I was just about to say, I'm going to be honest with you, if when I get the suit, when I no, if no, it's a strong if. Honestly, if I get the Super NES Classic, and if they continuously, and if all these, if all of these, you know, console makers start making minis of their old school consoles, I'm probably gonna need to drop three hundred dollars on an NES Classic eventually because I'm gonna want all the. Cl- I want. I want all of them. I want to mm. collect them all, literally, like collect. Them. And then Atari's gonna come out. and I'm just gonna. Yeah, but I feel like I'm you're gonna. gonna you want them too. in theory, but you're not actually gonna get them. I mean. There's a there's a difference between wanting to get them and having the financial backings to get something like yeah, that. Yeah, like that's so. one of those things that you tell yourself, like, man, if I were rich, I would collect like all the ev- Dragon Ball Z statues from the comic book shop. Exactly. You're like, <laughs> I would collect dumb. I would I would buy every single Joker statue I saw my whole life. But mm, I just want jib jab jab Imagine if you had like all these things, you literally had a hit like a like a Hall of Fame. Like of... a greatest hits of every console ever. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome. It would be pretty awesome. I do have an NES Classic, and I do love Conditioned. it. Conditioned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You did rave about it, except for that three-foot-long cord. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> if you didn't know, this is the TZR Podcast, episode 86. I want to thank everybody for joining us live on Discord.gg slash TZR. Uh, if you want to catch our podcast, we publish every Wednesday at 
10 p.m. Eastern on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and our other podcasting services across the web. And we also, if you have any questions for us, you can reach the podcast at thezerorevue.com. I just wanted to reintroduce the podcast before I move us on to our main topic of the show. Yo, yeah, we got so confused. We're like, oh, is it over? I know. We're like looking at each other. Like it's over. We're giving each other the side eye. No, like, no. You didn't I tell us if we were ending. Uh, what are we doing here? I just <laughs> wanted to reintroduce the podcast. Can I talk about the first thing? Yeah, please go for it. You know, I've been seeing a lot of people play lately. What's that? And I know you guys know too because I brought it up already. But (laughs) people on the podcast, they don't know about that. Off mic. Fucking player underground battle. Yeah, so I actually don't know the name of it. Yeah, it's called player. Thanks for for letting us know. (laughs) Player unknown. Yes, so I have not played this game yet. It is called what? What one more? It is called player. Unknowns Unknown. Battlegrounds. Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. There's S's Correct. after every single word. Not players. Players, players no, no, Unknowns player no, Battlegrounds. Battleground. She's got it. You don't know. Thirty dollars on Steam, about. even with the discount, which is a little too much for me. But all I know now is that everybody, early access is thirty dollars on all, Steam. Also, apparently, there's a little bit of news following this, um, saying that there will be potentially a very strong likelihood that there's going to be crossplay between Xbox and uh, and PC, which is going to be a uh, a little weird, I suppose, because they have the the controller and the mouse thing. But all I'm saying is, yeah, like, I still I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but a lot it, of people this is a pretty hot game right now, and I'm I'm interested to see what what it's all about. Like I've been watching some people play it on Twitch because it is unbelievable Scrubo, the amount of people in case that are playing. Anybody this. doesn't know what is this game? So players, player unknowns battlegrounds is a Arma three mod that is essentially Hunger Games the game. Wait, is it so what happened in Arma's three mod? It is an Arma three mod, it yes. Start at that. It's not it, it, it is an Arma three mod. And now it is a standalone game, but that's w- the code from it comes yeah, from Arma three. Arma three, everything good spreads from Arma three. Seriously. So essentially yes, what cross- happens in this game is players join a lobby, um and they get I, I'm not sure how many players. I think it's something like twenty to fifty players. Yeah. A significant amount of players, right? They get in this lobby, and then once they have enough players, uh, they next appear in a plane that is flying over an island, okay? Then at a certain point, the plane opens up, and everybody begins skydiving off of this island. And you can see the majority of the locations from it, and each player just, you can, you know, skydive down to certain places on the island. And essentially what happens is when you land, uh, the island has this circle around it that continuously gets smaller and if you touch the circle you die and like poisonous gas or something exactly and as it's closing in it's essentially forcing all of the players who landed on the island closer to the center or a location or whatever um to kill each other and it essentially pans out like a hunger game yeah Yeah. so it is it it is battle royale that that is exactly what it is is it a free-for-all it is a free-for-all game. It is so a... if you, you die... If you die, in. you are done. And you're just watching so the rest of the So if you die two seconds and you're done. And yeah, you but usually what ends up happening is that the people who die, they just go find new games. Right? Yes. This is a lot of... I'm, I'm of the understanding that each each match is only about, like, 20 to 30 minutes, something like that. Yeah, but if I yeah, die... Yeah, um, 30 two, minutes. I'm not sitting there for no, 30 no, minutes 19, watching... 19 minutes and 30 seconds of me watching other people yeah. play. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, like... You're supposed it, to going into a new game and dying five minutes in you, at that game. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. that's what's interesting. So, like, there are many different strategies that people employ for this game. Like, you could just land in a random location and just hide there and never interact with anybody, and you could be, you know, in the last few people of the game. Uh, there are also, you know, as you're skydiving down, you could see, like, a military base, and it's like... Oh man, I'm going to go there because when you land, you're most likely going to find a good gun. You're most likely going to find like because you're going down naked. You have nothing on you. You, you know have to what I mean? Worry about food and 
I don't believe so. I think you just need, like, a supply backpack of, like, ammo and all that sort of stuff and finding, yeah. like, weapons and whatnot. Um, I feel like this is all taking place in 20 minutes, not in that, 20 That's hours. what I'm saying. I, th- I think it's a, it's a pretty, like, concise experience, but the yeah. idea is you want to... Have you guys ever played Armor 3? I've never played Daisy or any of those kinds well, of games. let me just explain. So, like, when I was playing Armor 3 back in the day, it was... It's, like, a very closely realistic, you know, army simulator. It's, it's nice. It's good. It's fun. But, um... The real, like, I don't know, show for me, I guess, was DayZ, and the best part about that was just a massive map and the thought of randomly encountering other players. And when you randomly encounter these other players, there's this, this like, weird social interaction where you're like, are we friends? Are we foes? Like, are we going to kill each other to yeah. get each other's stuff? It usually ended up to be the latter. But still, like, in this, they literally just took that idea and they plant a bunch of, like, items and, like, uh, equipment all around the map, and then you just figure it out and find it straight up like Hunger Games style, and then you kill each other. And uh, apparently, and I've been talking to a few other people who've been playing this game, they go in like herds of people into like a certain server, and then they find each other. And then they're considered like, I guess in the Hunger Games standards, like the careers, right? The guys that just band together and try to take out as many people, and then yeah. Yeah, the, the end, careers. Yeah, they end up the, fighting the, the crazy I like, I like guy that in the deep suit. Hunger Game pull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like the best part about like DayZ essentially was that idea of like, randomly encountering people like you feel so alone in that game because the map is so big and i'm assuming that players under an unknown battleground is exactly the same the map is huge and uh, even though everybody's like slowly coming together the idea of like feeling alone and being able to take your time to figure out what you're going to do and then suddenly see like some movement out in the distance and then you have to like defend your location while also making sure that you don't die it's yeah. kind of like a it's like a thrilling thought you know it's a yeah. thrilling idea. well my my understanding of it is that Blah. My understanding is that the last few, like the last like ten minutes of any match, is like the most tense you could possibly feel because there are a majority of people that have just found their spot. They just hide and they're waiting for this, you know, impending circle of doom to get even smaller. And it's at that point that they are, they will find somebody. You know what yeah, I mean? They yeah. will encounter somebody. So they're like, oh man, I'm that about to the- fire my first shot in thirty minutes of play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh man, what's this going to be like? That was or the problem you? with uh, DayZ was stressful. that. If you're playing with, like, 16, even 20 people in a map that's gigantic, by the way. Yeah. You're just running around by yourself for, like, a very long time until you go into a city and you find out everybody's sniping out the city together. Yeah. It actually ruined Daisy for me for a little while. But Battlegrounds, it makes sense. They solved that with, like, the... But then closing circle. Yeah, poison. Yeah. From a news perspective, there is a new map that is on its way that was teased via its Twitter. So that's very exciting. Um, the game itself is just really interesting to me. I'm, I'm glad that we took a second to talk about it because I feel like this is something that I'm not super involved with, but I want to understand more about it. You know what I mean? It's a game that I definitely, if I jumped into, would probably absolutely love. Yeah. But it's $30 and it's not even the full game yet. Too many bones. Too many bones. I feel like um, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to like this game. I'm going to be way too stressed <laughs> to play this game. Yeah, I'm going to be like, is there someone there? Please don't kill me! I mean, yeah. when Alex and I were playing DayZ, there was a point where uh, he broke my legs accidentally by shooting through them because he got frightened by something. <laughs> and uh, we both he, he helped me crawl into a house. Oh my god, And uh, I was bleeding, and then we checked the map to find like the closest hospital, and it was way too far. And it ended with he I was, just left it was you literally there. there was like a poetic moment of just he's like Alex, I, got, you, I gotta I'm go gonna, I'm just gonna hold I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold you, it's not gonna work I'm just gonna hold you back you're just gonna have to kill me Call and then I gave him me. my axe and he just straight up he was like I'm sorry like we'll find each other on the other side I was like okay fine that's <laughs> actually <laughs> fucking hilarious there was like oh there was God. a moment that is incredible that was a great story actually no please go on without me he freaked out he 
went in prone, turned around, shot me through both of my legs, and both my legs broke. You just <laughs> heard the snapping, and we freaked out. Oh my gosh! Anyway. I'm just so pleased by this story. Well, see, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, if I had, if I could have my DayZ experiences with this player unknown battleground, like yeah. maybe it's worth it. I just want to make sure that you know when it's ready. Like, I should jump on that. I, I feel like now I'm a little concerned that time, is when it's playing? ready, nobody will be playing anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm I feel like about, now so. is probably its hottest now is moment. The time, man. Yeah, so yeah. I, don't I don't think know. it's gonna come back. Do you think it got hotter because they announced it at Xbox One, uh, Xbox I th- Live? I mean, I, this is one of those I games think so, that I think because we kind of talked about it a little bit. I'm under the impression that this game has has been a Maybe thing for a while and, na- and yeah it now it's like trailer. you know yeah. not I ever seeing a trailer thing. be like that's the thing that we talked about that, yeah, one, that time. one time yeah <laughs> that was i was there for that oh yeah it's like hunger get wait i i remember a game being described that way no, it's <laughs> crazy it's crazy okay so that was a nice aside just to yeah, just yeah. to catch up on news and stuff uh but what i wanted to do sort of the the main thing that i wanted to touch on for this podcast um before we wrap up, we got we got about fifteen minutes left. 15 minutes, yeah. um, I am most curious. What is the next game that everyone here is most excited for, and why? Oh, that's there's, tough. That's really tough. You know what I mean? I've been watching a lot of trailers over and over again. And that's Can what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't need to be like the next game that comes out. I'm just saying your next most excited game because the thing really, you saw and you're well, like, like, oh man, I can't wait to play. It, that's what I'm saying. Is it like, the game? Like, I'm excited for a lot of games, but is this? The most excited I've been. If you could, if you could go through every game that you've seen, like trailers for or whatever that it's you've been tough. excited for, I I and you could nice. reorganize it and say, "I want that game to come out like tomorrow." What game ah, would that well, be? Let's start with Liz. I don't want to start. I can start I if, like, if I, I want like to make my, this a I feel like I super know what my pick would be, but I feel all like right, it's right. so. I got mine already. It's so okay. like cheap. I'll 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 jump. In. I bet you guys could even guess what my pick is going to be. I don't know, like but I'll, I'll jump in. I'll jump in. If okay. I could reprioritize anything, the first thing that I would go to is the new Metroid game, Metroid you Samus don't know Returns. About it, yeah, I, no, I'll the tell 2D you what. Metroid or the I'll t- yeah, the the oh, 2D 3DS? Metroid, the 3DS 2D Metroid. Oh, okay. Isn't that coming out like? It's coming out in tomorrow? October. Yeah. Um, I am so excited, just not to get back into that, but to have another portable entry into that series, right? Because the last real 2D game that I, I totally dove in on was Metroid Fusion mm-hmm. and I'm sort of curious if I'm nostalgic just for the experience that I had with Fusion or if I've just missed that style of game for this long. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to get back into that series one because it's just a new Metroid game and, a- it, and it's like I, I'm curious if my feelings about Metroid are going yeah. to be validated. Is it you know what I a mean? complete and utter travesty that I haven't actually finished a 2D side-scrolling I've never yes. finished a Metroid? 2D side-scrolling that, that, That's it. a huge I've shame. It. I've touched it. I've enjoyed it to an extent, but I've never actually, like, dug into it. That's why when So you, you don't understand when people say Metroidvania? Oh, no, I absolutely... I understand I've the concept. I know, I know, no, no, I know conceptions. But, like, uh, I played through, like... A what Castlevanias have you but played? I, I played the one on P- uh, PlayStation originally, the first one, right? I played Symphony, the one on, that's not Sim- the original. No, no, no. The original I couldn't actually play through. It was too slow. And then the other Symphony one, of the Night, you're saying. Yeah, and the ones on DS. You beat Symphony of the Night. Yes. back in the Way back in the day, I played it with my dad, actually, okay. my cousin. That's a great it game. It was actually, it scared the shit out of me. Okay, that's a really, really good game. Yeah. Um, I've never played the Castlevania. You've never games, played, actually. you should play Symphony of the Night. I, I will not, I don't think I'll enjoy it. Symphony of I the really Night don't. is an exceptionally good game. I don't really like 2D side-scroller games. I just... Mm. That's what I mean. I, that's, that's a... That's, I guess that's fair. I, I guess that's fair. I, I think I'm fine. too much of a 
spoiled child to enjoy them. Like I just did not grow up in an age where that was really. Well, a you thing. started with the Banjo Kazooie, right? So I started. I started with three D platformers and yeah. like trying to go back to. I have no. So I have no nostalgia for it. So it you're. So your next most anticipated game is Neck Two. Clearly, you know. I actually. <laughs> fun fact. I did play Neck Two at E3. Did you really? I played. I, <laughs> because I we were actually just like walking past, and we had like an extra five minutes to spare, I and there was Nack. nobody on the Neck system. And I was like, "Yo, man, can we just jump on?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And he's wow. like, I, "He's like, nobody's been here all day, please." He's like, "You want to hear the spiel?" And we're like, "No, but <laughs> <laughs> we feel bad." So, so yeah, sure, guess. man. This is the whole reason you're here. There you go. And he told us that like so he sad. spent the entire E3 standing next to Neck. That's a shame. Like, Fuck, man, that is a rough gig. Like, he was talking to, like, the guy behind us, and the guy behind us was like, I mean, you work for PlayStation, your job's amazing. He's like, well, I've been here all day. Yeah. <laughs> we're just oh, like, my oh, gosh. man, <laughs> poor guy. That's, like, such a bummer. He, like, like, before, like, everybody else got onto the show floor, he was, like, tried to, like, go see other things. He tried to go play Dragon Ball, and he's like, can I get on real quick? Like, I'm, a, I'm an exhibitor. Like, I have to spend every second over at PlayStation. And they were like, I'm sorry, you can't. Like, you're not pressed. You can't play. That's so sad. I know, and so he was like, please, like, you guys are so lucky. You guys are actually getting to play the games. We're just standing here watching people play Knack. And you wouldn't... What's that guy's name? Did you get that guy's card? I want to do an interview with that guy. <laughs> I did not. Oh, you invite him onto the podcast. Okay. So so let's get back to it. So my most anticipated game, Metroid Samus Returns. That's an interesting pick. I'm curious not, to see what people that say. What because so many people have been clamoring for a 2D Metroid game. And every single time anybody releases anything with Metroid out, they're like, why aren't you making a 2D Metroid? I don't understand well, why you're releasing this when you can make a 2D well, Metroid. Well, see, there's, there's two reasons, right? It's it's the 2D Metroid, again, I want to see if my feelings for nostalgia for that type of game yeah, is validated. I'm, I'm curious to see if people come at it positively and are like, yes, this is what we've been asking for the whole time. Yeah. Or if people come at it like, it's kind of what some people came at ukulele as. Like, well, maybe this isn't as good as I remember. Yeah. Um, but the second, the second most important reason why I'm excited for it is because it's portable. And I feel like at this stage in my life, I could so much more easily digest a portable game than I can a console game. Because even now that I'm playing like Horizon, it's like I only have so much time in a given day that I can invest in that game. You know what I mean? Whereas if I have something portably, I can just whip it open, mess around for a little bit, close it, put it in my pocket, and continue. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but anyway, okay. So Liz, next most anticipated game, ready to go? Crackdown three. Crackdown yeah. three. Theoretically, if I could have any game this second, I would have Kingdom Hearts three. Mm. I mean, that's such a that's such a that's such a deep pull that it's, I feel like it's kind of like a cheap like, shot I just ap- to say Kingdom Hearts. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate the perspective on it, but I feel like okay. we just don't know enough about that game. Like, it's still there's not even a release hey, date hey, for hey, it hey, yet. Hey, hey, hang See, on, that's no, what I mean. I was you said because I was seven remake. That's and what I'm okay. thinking. Like, I, I I was gonna pick a real game, but then you were like, if you could have any game you've heard of that you've seen a trailer of anything, and I was like, it would just be untrue. Not to say Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, what about not and to say and that, just to, say that, to comment real quick, Ryguy reminds us that we will have some new uh, Kingdom Hearts three info this month. Remember, D twenty three or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when we because after E three, me and Jason went to Disneyland and they were like posters for D twenty three all the time, and he was like, what "The hell's D twenty three? And I'm what like, is... "I'll tell you what D twenty three is." You think <laughs> nothing would... except for new Kingdom Hearts info? Exactly. And I was like, "The only reason I know what it is is because every year they release a new Kingdom Hearts trailer at D twenty three. Oh man. Oh, that's interesting. I thought it was going to be PlayStation Experience, but no, that makes sense. D23, maybe they maybe we'll get something content. from Final Fantasy seven remake on PlayStation Experience. Mm, wishful thinking. But wait, what about if you were to pick anything from the E three show floor? What would it be? Uh. Or not even the show floor. Maybe even the uh, the press conference. I would yeah. pick Shadow of Hordor. Shadow of Hordor. Shadow of Hordor. Shadow of Hordor. Hodor. 
All right. Okay. That's great. But why? <laughs> there you go. I'm just joking. You're joking. No, no, no. I, I'm curious. What what can about we, I mean, what can, about can, Shadow of War is? Can we just can we just <laughs> be real about this for a second? We did we did technically talk about this, but I'm gonna talk about it again. Yeah, no, please. So <laughs> tell everybody else why. Besides we, Justin we, and Justin, I might have mentioned it to them earlier today, but I'm gonna tell all of you guys. So <laughs> I couldn't give a straight face anymore. So the reason is because I I actually I didn't play the first game at release, and it was just kind of like and I loved the Lord of the Rings movies. Like they very much like shaped my adolescence growing up like i watched them if you like, didn't have them if you didn't have those movies do you think you would be would sitting be here, here right, right now? now did that tip you into the whole like video no game i mean i i already enjoyed video games but it was definitely like it was something that i i want like Every day I would come home after school, and like while I was doing my homework, I would just put the Lord of the Rings movies on, and I would just watch them on a loop. Like I must oh, have wow. seen them each so of them like at least fifty times. So you're saying that wow. that's a compelling reason that you're interested in Shadow of Mordor so, because like there's no, such little it is not. Lord of the Rings involved in that. It like, is not. It actually has nothing to do with why I like Lord of the Rings. You just it, wanted to say that. You I just didn't, I did to not. Make that I did not play it at launch because I had watched so many. I had watched Lord of the Rings movies so many times, and I was like, this seems like. It has absolutely nothing to do with the movies, and it seems like it's going to just shit all over my favorite thing in the world, so I super don't want to play this game. But you played it anyway. But then my brother was like, Liz, just trust me, like, everybody in the world didn't give it, like, game of the year for nothing. I was like, alright, that's true, so I guess I have to play it. And it kind of has absolutely nothing to do with the movie, but I almost I almost enjoyed that. I was almost, like, kind of good. Well, I was going to say, as a bes- uh, bespoke fan of Assassin's Creed... This is right up your alley, like end of the Arkham games. Like it was, I was like, I played it and I was like, Jay, this is just Lord yeah. of the Rings Batman. Like yeah. I'm totally into this. Yeah. Yeah. It's Lord of the Rings Batman, but and I did not think I was going to enjoy the Nemesis system, but I actually was like, it was my favorite part of the game. Yeah, it's almost more compelling than the story. It was a hundred percent more compelling than the story. You, to- you were talking about this before, but I was too ashamed to, to admit it. I've you never actually played any systems. of these games. I know yeah. about the Nemesis system, but I think I, well. Let me rephrase. I think I know about it. It's all about like the whole dynamic storytelling of like if you fucking off this guy, then this guy does like he says something and like. If all right, you do can this I? And... What do you want me, do you want me to just explain to you? Yeah, please. Okay, so the theory is that something happens in the story that means that when you die in the game, you are time keeps passing and you are brought back to life. So everybody like, even though you're dying, you're not like you're kind of like undead. So it's not, it's not like reload your last save. It's like, it's like the the world progresses and you come back. Oh, so that's the that's that the, that's like key change. to the nemesis system. So if some guy, if some orc, some lowly orc kills you, this happened to me very early on in the some game. Mob, that I die. Anybody, some any character, freaking scrub you. comes up to you and you don't know what you're doing and you accidentally die. He will move up in, like, their tiers in the Nemesis system. So he'll move, he'll move up a tier because everybody knows... He goes up a range. Well, well to, to clarify it, and this is, this, this is what's going to cool, get actually. you, every mob character everywhere has a name and a personality. Yes. And if they kill you, you get a, a super zoomed-in look at what kind of character that specific enemy is and they're like like if they're like really like bravado and fat or whatever they'll be like oh i'm the fucking greatest you'll never be i killed the 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 guy guy or whatever he was just some lowly nobody and then i was like i can't believe that guy killed me and now he's moved up rank so now i need to go back and kill him because i want him to keep getting stronger 
and he, he killed me again, so, and he gets so that, stronger again. And like, I was like, this is so hard. Does he know that you're coming back and it's the same person? Well, he well, recognizes me. He'll see you and when he'll I be like, that, he's I thought like, I killed I you the first time. You before. Yeah. Like, what are you doing back here? If you died the second time and meet him for the third time, what's, what's he say? And so then I was like, the, th- the third time I took my time. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get a little better at this game. Wait, I'm gonna get there's, there's one, there's <laughs> one more back. angle to the to the nemesis system that I think needs to be detailed. Right, okay. is that there's a very distinct hierarchy of power so amongst these certain, people. Like so at the very top, there are certain like warlords. There's like the warlord of all the orcs. Then there's like the second in commands. Then the thirds then in command. Like captains and it like keeps breaking down. It's right, sort of like a web. Up. It's so, a web that you can like go. You can go to your star menu and see sort of. You don't know who's at the top yet. And so a lot of it is you have to, um, it, like, beat lowly guys and interrogate them and figure out, like, and who like, are they reporting to? And exactly. then you go find that guy they're reporting to. And then you go interrogate them. And you find out who they're reporting to. And you work your way up. And then you don't have to kill them. You can brand them, which is what they showed in the trailer. Like, where you put your hand on them. And right, you're Lord. sort of, like, you... you rem- you're sort of mind controlling them. They yeah. still completely operate on their own, but now they're loyal to you specifically. So then yeah. if you lose to a certain guy over and over again and then you make him your bitch, does he become is he like super powerful and yeah. is your bitch? Yes. Yeah. So here's the that's thing. As, as so yeah, so, so at first I was like killing the guys and then I was like that's not the way to go. I'm going to rule this shit. Like yeah. I'm going to be the kingdom of my castle there's and w- rule all of the warlords uh, and just command this army. Again, there is there's another piece to this that I think is also going to play into why you would like this, right? As a character ranks up in this hierarchy, they get better armor, they get better weapons, they get more little mobs around them that yeah. support them. Like it's getting harder but, to kill them. But hmm. The world also progresses even outside of your involvement, right? So, like, at random times during the story, one of the guys who killed you could say, you know what, fuck this guy above me. And then totally on his own, he'll kill his boss, and then now he's the boss, right? So it's like this whole hierarchy is so constantly. They are, they are they're, operating they're on battling their own one another, vying for power, and you're also you're kind of like this uh, this wild card, just fucking up their their balance of power. And then yeah. so it's like That's one awesome. of those games where if you die, it fucking matters because if you die, it's not like not not everything resets, but a lot of it resets. So like if you die, it's like this guy moves the guy that like kills you, he moves up, and like new people. If you kill somebody, oh, there's see. sort of holes in the web, and then if I, you die, all of those holes I get filled. I thought all again. it was was just like you do not want dynamic to die. Door- storytelling, as in like it's a linear story, but then the orcs no. change positions in these certain scenes. Like I thought that was all. No, it was. it's almost yeah. like it's almost wow, like super like wrong. the nemesis system dope. in itself yeah. is like a whole game. It's, it's like, like a whole other meta game. Like that's the thing. Like yeah. when when I played this game, I did not progress the story at all. I was just like, no, I'm it's just gonna I'm just gonna system. kill everyone in this hierarchy of orcs, and it was yeah. hard because every one of them that's within this like pyramid. They're all basically bosses and and have like weaknesses and strengths and so stuff. So you like, people, like, you can find mo- out this guy hates bees. I'm gonna attack. Oh, this guy hates wargs. Like, so you'll like knock down bees by him. Then be like, oh no. Instead. And you you there's some enemies where you absolutely have to use their weaknesses in order to beat them. Like you just you yeah. just cannot go in and just start swinging. It's not gonna work. Like and, they're and so much like, stronger than you. You have to figure out. You have to like strategically plan out how you're going to take down this yeah. warlord. You can't just do it. And it's like if something goes wrong, like you could find out like say you're battling this orc or whatever and you like light him on fire or something and then he happens to like run away or you like you don't get him or whatever the next time he'll you see that guy his face will all be burned yeah, yeah. and it'll be like i, I know what you did to me you yeah. fucking guy like blah 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 uh, or if you do the wrong so. one like if you if you light him on fire he's like 
bitch, don't you know I fucking hate fire? This is just feeding my anger and making me stronger. So, like, you can't just haphazardly throw things at them because it might turn out horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, that's awesome. There's some chemistry to it. This is a cool Man, game. when I was listening to, like, the director <laughs> talk about it that one time when he was introducing it, I was like, eh, I've seen this before. No. But damn, that sounds like... So you need people that speak your language, yeah. man. That sounds like... That sounds like... Did we sell it enough to you? Dude. That sounds like the production of that entire game was an absolute nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it it's, was. It's, it's incredibly impressive. Wow. So okay, what? so long story short, you're excited long about Long story short, I absolutely loved the Nemesis system, and I feel like I have not played a game like it. Yeah. Ever well, I mean, before, I mean, so I'm like I'm dying to, to try so, to do it and like have new content. What I've been hearing about this game, I mean, a lot of people are excited about it. So I love, yeah, I love we'll Shadow. Be better. Shadow Mortar. Okay, so rounding us out, Justin, number um, one game. Was, you know, honestly, if I was to be asked this question maybe a week ago, I'd definitely say Monster Hunter World. Obviously, yeah. I might actually get that on all three systems because there are people that I want to play all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, <laughs> ah, actually, that might still be the game. But then, I don't know, man. I've been, I've been doing a bit of like learning and a lot of watching for like Anthem and yeah. Spider-Man uh, and like I know I tip a little bit more towards like a multiplayer type of er game but then I've played like I looked at Spider-Man again like that trailer and I'm like oh my god this looks fucking fun yeah. like mm-hmm. it just I looks fun it looks fun yeah it looks really really fun like from yeah. the writing to the actual movements everything looks at one point he goes from like this one level of on this building to at least 20 more stories high in the matter of like two seconds. Yeah, and he, all he does is like shoot his web and then he runs up a I love wall. that you can run up the walls yeah, now. Man. I was like, I mean, uh, I was what like, a necessary thing right? that why we didn't have in other games and of course we should have had in other games. Of course games. you should have had that. <laughs> yeah. And like the, turn, the cornering system around buildings yes. is seamless. Looks just when you were just like, as yeah. you were watching it, you were like, oh, what a, oh, what a good idea. Yeah. Why, oh, man. Oh. Also, the more, so cinematic, the, more, the, the more cinematic moments where you're actually like prompted with the quick time events, they... Or in, they actually in that little like trailer they showed a lot of different ways of doing the quick time events. They did like obviously the button pressing at a certain moment where the circle gets smaller. They did another one where they you have the to quick like ones. guide. Well, yeah, you have to quickly tap it. Yeah. But they did another one where you have to move the circle or the the button with like, the joystick into the, right into the circle, and then you got to press the button. Like that feels like I can imagine that would feel good, especially if you're like accurately aiming out these web slinging actions. You know, totally, and I'm also totally. kind of excited that they're doing Miles Morales like. I don't know who that I think, was. I think he's end. just an extra so, character. So he's he's the. Is there a black Spider-Man? In, yeah. So the current yeah. in like yeah. In he's the, not. Is there two Spider-Man? In, in the current Spider-Man? universe, the Spider Spider-Man is Miles Morales, and I believe he's half Hispanic and half black. And yeah. I'm not 100 percent on oh. that. Well, I mean, um, is he, does he dress like Spider-Man? He has spider powers. He, he doesn't have the same costume, but sort but of he's the same. Spider-Man. He is the new Spider-Man. The way that like. I don't know. Barry Allen is the Flash now instead of Jay Garrick, like, oh, okay. or that Wally West That's is the Flash now instead of instead I had no idea at the end. Barry of, Allen. At the end, when I, I could tell you did not. I mean, <laughs> what, yeah, exactly. When I was showing this to other people, and they were uh, that Miles. So guy he is in. the most recent Spider-Man, and mm-hmm. I think you know we know so much about Peter Parker, yeah. and that character is kind of so done. Yeah, yeah. And there's like three different live-action Peter Parkers. Yeah. There's uh, hundreds of games. There's like you know you know so much about him. And I think it'll be cool to have a new... New perspective. Yeah, yeah a new perspective like, on Spider-Man. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah. Again... But the game does look so And I thought fun. it was a cool... I thought For it was like me. a cool like last-minute thing at the end of the trailer, and they were like, Miles, come on. I was like, oh, I get it! Oh, man, that's so cool! Yeah, and then I was like, what? Who the hell's Miles? Yeah. <laughs> Miles per hour. You're like, Tails? Yeah, t- exactly. <laughs> but with that thought on movement, the other thing, too, is like, I no longer 
really care about Destiny 2. I kind of want Anthem. Anthem would fill that Destiny 2 spot. And yeah. you know what Anthem looks like it does better than Destiny? Traversal. Traversal. It's like that movement again. That immediate, like we were in the press room. When, I mean, not the press room. We were in the, we were all in the conference room. Yeah. Uh, during the press hour. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, the press uh, conference. During the press Xbox conference. conference. And the moment the guy jumped off the ledge, everybody was like, okay. And then the moment he like, or she Turned ignited the, jet pack. the, uh, the yeah. jetpacks, everybody was like, whoa. Like something about <laughs> like that sudden change. I'm not sure if that was the camera shake or what. But suddenly it felt like a completely different game. Oh, yeah. Like, almost immediately. Oh, they yeah. Did, they, they showed those, like, series of events perfectly. But I started watching that again, and they did. They had, like, a like a big gameplay um, footage reel on YouTube that I watched a little bit of, too. And it looks like a lot of fun. And, again, that that would scratch the uh, the multiplayer aspect that I have for Monster Hunter. Totally. But the Monster Hunter thing, there's, like, a very strong percentage of, like, nostalgia feel where I just picked, like, four Monster games. <laughs> I know. No, I picked three. <laughs> yes, yeah, but I, you also mentioned Final Fantasy VII the Remake. Well, I mean, obviously, that's a I mean, that, game. that's a game that like, just sort of exists in the realm yeah. of, like, maybe eventually, that but game probably... That be terrible, and I would still buy the shit yeah. out of that and everything itself. Yeah, I'm absolutely, it does, absolutely does not matter how Kingdom Hearts turns out. I'm 100% going to buy a game yeah. day yeah. one. Yeah, and exactly. Your Kingdom Hearts is my Final Fantasy. Yeah. Right, there it is. Anyway. I've been waiting for that game for so long. I really, I Googled it, like, every year since, Final, really? since Kingdom Hearts 2 came I out. I Googled it I multiple remember. times a year. I think every bringing, year. I remember the first E3 that I was like, oh, it's definitely going to happen. And it was like... 2006 yeah. yeah and like i'm sitting Dude. i'm sitting with russo like in his house and we're just sitting there like like watching the playstation conference russo and we're like one of his friends Wait, i'm like oh yeah russo's one of my friends and we're like this is the one this is when we see it and like nope 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 and then at a certain point i was just like fuck it it doesn't I exist feel like because of all the stuff that we've been getting for the past year and a half so far last year into this year with kingdom hearts 3 and also final, maybe maybe final fantasy 7 remake just started with that so it's probably going to peter out and we're never going to hear from it again for another five years but for kingdom hearts 3 i think it's nearing the level of like production a level where, it's like, like, no. where it's like there's certain also, that is coming in the next year or two like when uh big hero 6 came out they were like we have to have a big hero 6 level but there have been no disney movies that have come out recently that Moana? they need to include that that one would not make a good level no that would be bad. star wars marvel yeah Ooh. but see that was like two years ago <laughs> That was when Big Hero Six came out. So if they included that, if they were going to include that, it's already in. Like it's nothing. Nothing came out in the past. The project just gets bigger as they wait. So that's what oh, I mean. Yeah. Every year they're like, "Oh, let's just include this. Let's just throw this in. Don't yeah, throw yeah. it in. You're done now. Just release the game." Yeah, I take it back. Actually, I pick Monster Hunter. <laughs> that would be my done. game. That would be my game. There you go. I'm fucking Monster Hunter so bad. Uh, all right. Well, guys, I think that reaches the end of episode 86 of the TZR podcast. I know this one was a little bit more casual. You know, a little, good, a little bit more like, conversational. Schedule, no agenda. There you go, go, but we were just kind of flying by the seat of our pants, you know what I mean? It was We're fresh off Independence Day. Do it so, live! You know, Do it live! Doing it live. Uh, I want to thank everybody Screw for you, joining us in the TZR live chat channel on discord.gg slash TZR. You're all awesome. Uh, if you have any You're questions awesome. for us, you can uh, either message us in the TZR live chat channel on Discord, or you can email us at podcast at the zero review dot com. Uh, you can join us live every week at 8 p.m. on Discord, or you can check out the podcast later on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, uh, or any podcasting services you use across the web shortly after that. Um, Last thing. Go ahead. Well, I mean, aside from our sponsor, audibletrial.com slash TZR if you want to support this podcast and enjoy what you were listening to tonight. But uh, also, last thing is we've been giving away these uh, game codes that we have a surplus of every Free podcast. Game of the week. So do if you do ever do want do. to uh, join us live and get it on the spot on the time that we give it out, you're more than welcome to. Obviously, that's at uh, discord.gg slash TZR. 
But uh, for this week's game that we're giving away, is actually one of my favorites. It's a fantastic game. It's called Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Um, this came out a good like year or this is a Steam game. This is a Steam code. Okay. And uh, so this co- uh, great this game, co-op action, good stuff. Actually, I'm reading this now, and they actually, they actually told they did what they told me that they weren't going to do originally. They made it a one to four player game now. Oh wow! So let me yeah. just read this out really quickly. So, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time is a frantic one to four player couch co-op action space shooter. Holy crap! That's a lot of words and adjectives and adverbs. Uh, explore a colorful galaxy in a massive neon battleship that you control together by manning turrets, lasers, shields, and thrusters. So basically, if you have never heard of this game or ever played it before. Your uh, little tiny crew members running around this giant circular ship like a Death Star, and you have to run to each of these stations in order to move or block uh, enemy attacks or attack yourself. And you only have so many positions or so many players open and so many positions to, to fill. It's very, very frantic, but it is hell of fun. It's it super cool. It's really, really great with two players. I don't know what it would be like with four, but with two players, great game. Yeah. I mean, four players just means more options, right? Yeah. Um, so with that said, let's get to the code. So, guys, if you are... Uh, a Steam user, and you are interested in getting this game. The code is ready. It is F V H P R nine Y C nine N L D D K zero. Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. So anyone, no, I think I think that was perfect. Well, if you want to get that code, you can always rewind it. Again, if it was too fast, I apologize. Yes, so uh, for those who got that free game, enjoy. I hope you have an awesome time. And uh, there it goes. (laughs) Beowulf, who is joining us live in the TZR chat, has gotten the code. Very good, my man. I hope you enjoy the game. Very nice, very (laughs) nice. All right, so that will wrap us up for this week. You can join us next week where we'll be giving out more games, talking about more games, and having a good old time. Episode 87 next week. Yep, and um, stay tuned for the guest. Yes, and stay tuned for our next guest podcast, which we'll announce on our Twitter and stuff. Be sure to follow us on all this sort of social business. And check out thezerreview.com for uh, news and reviews that we have published every single day. Great stuff on there. Everyone, I hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Ghost Alex, who's not here. <laughs> yeah, it sounds weird without saying all of our names. Exactly. Yeah, I guess Justin, so. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Liz. Without Alex, it's just Well, thank you, guys. Awkward. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in the live chat. And we will see you on the next one.